brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to another episode of the Chewy Taurus podcast. Today it is the 1st of October, the official start of Spooktember. A spook... Spooktober? It's October, September. Yep. I know my months. I did not miss that day of school. It is cooling down, but it's still hot. The uh, sun rays are hitting this wall right here. I don't know if you could see it. It's in the chair as well. I'm hot. I'm sweaty. I thought I'd wear this shirt because it was cooling down, but I was tricked and fooled by the sun. Anyway, you're not here for weather updates or anything like that. You're here for the guest. You're here for the uh, awesome, amazing person, artist, human, Andre Gonzalez. Uh, this guy. This guy's awesome. They gave me some stickers. These are Bad Habits stickers inspired from Steve Lacey's song and album, Gemini Writes. Check out their brand as well, No Worries Design. But the brand is on a bit of a hold right now because they are starting school for graphic design. They recently had a workshop. Um, I mean, if you're into graphic design, hit this guy up. They are willing to give you some some tips, some advice, life advice, even if it isn't... Um, about art but today we talk a lot about it talk about the artist struggle uh at what point does art sell out and what it means to be successful as an artist it's all one big balancing act which is life Uh, buckle up if you're driving strap on your shoes if you're running going for a walk um yeah thank you for being here start the start the podcast does it ever throw you off having um like hearing yourself and like Hearing the other person, I got I got used to it. I really like it. Uh, sometimes after a while, like if I do a long podcast, and then uh, we take off the headphones, I'm like, oh, I feel like we can't hear each other anymore. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's um, it's like really intimate. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, someone described it as like Discord. Have you used Discord? Yeah, I've used Discord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all, and I thought that was hilarious. I kind of use discord not really but i I totally get what they're saying Mm -hmm. and uh, they watch people like on twitch and so it's like the same exact thing Mm -hmm. turn this music off (laughs) yeah 
when I did use Discord, that was when I would like play video games with my friends. Oh, what would you play? And that's not necessarily relaxing because <laughs> it's like Overwatch. Oh and, yeah. Or Apex. And it's like he's one, he's one. Go, 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 go. Push, push, push. Ah. I'm dying. I'm dying. And I'm like. <laughs> you you would uh you would be uh jeez i'm stumbling over my words record on twitch like stream on twitch no i wouldn't stream on twitch it was just me playing with my friends oh. i thought about streaming on twitch but not for gaming but for art because mm-hmm. i think that would be a really cool way to like build a following like what like your digital art yeah like digital art because i mainly focus on like you know like the adobe products so like mm-hmm illustrator photoshop and so that's all digital and so that's easy to like translate over to like the computer instead of like having to yeah, set up a camera record it get like lighting oh that oh yeah. real nice <laughs> like if it's like, right there mm-hmm. that's true uh i guess i'll just like throw these up right now uh you made some of these maybe i'll take a picture and put it yeah. up unless they could see it perfectly here it is on a water bottle yeah <laughs> dude these things are awesome these things are so cool thank you I really appreciate that. So, yeah, you made this Adobe Illustrator? Mm-hmm, Adobe Illustrator, yeah. Mm. Everything starts off with a sketch, and then I... Hand-drawn. Hand-drawn. Mm-hmm. Pencil. Pencil, and then it take it into Illustrator, refine it from there, get all the colors that I need. I feel like that's the best way to do it. A lot of people, they, they just go straight to the computer, and it's like, I don't know, mm. this just works for me, because it's like, it helps you like get the idea out, and like... It almost feels more natural when you just start yeah. off on the computer. It's almost like it's too mechanical. I don't know. Or it's too digital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then on paper, it's mechanical. On paper, it's analog. It's, uh, yeah. I've, I've often heard the comparison of, of people that have, that use vapes and, <clears throat> and then people that still smoke like actual cigarettes and they're like, they're analog cigarettes. <laughs> Oh, like that's so old. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's I think it's good having multiple mediums of what you use for your art. That's why I try to like spread myself out across like all the different kinds of ways you can make art. Like I've done ceramics, I do painting, Ooh. I do drawing, charcoal colored pencil like you know, and then a d- illustrator, photoshop, like I just try to like dabble in everything. Yeah. A lot of people are doing the digital art, though. I mean, that's really easy to get into. Uh, during the pandemic, a lot of people downloaded <clears throat> Procreate. That was big. I mean, it still is. Do you mm-hmm. use Procreate? Have you used it? No, I don't use Procreate because I don't have, like, an iPad. Oh, like, I wish I could get one. But you have like, Adobe Illustrator. What do you What do you need Procreate for? <laughs> well, I, I think um, because on Illustrator, like, kind of like what I was saying, it's mechanical. So... Mm. If you don't know, like, when you make something like this yeah, on Illustrator, like, you have to, like, map it out with points. So, like, you connect, like, from this point to this point. Got it. Using nodes. Yeah, like, nodes. And so, and then with, like, Procreate, it's, like, it's pretty much just, like, you know, regular drawing. Oh, but, you know. okay. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't really know how Illustrator worked, but I've I've worked with um, uh, Inks, Ink, Inkscape. I think that's the digital uh, software, digital art software. Mm. And I've like, you know, played around with it just a little bit, but I know exactly what you're talking about now. Mm, yeah. So it's totally different. Yeah, it's totally different. I didn't know there. What's Inkscape? Inkscape, just another digital 
art thing. Uh, yeah. What kind of stuff do you make? It's um. I've been trying to keep it down, like on the download. I've been trying to keep it kind oh. of like a secret. But you know, I'll, I'll talk about it because I, you know, I think I think saying it would get would push me to do it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been trying to do. I have a sewing machine over there, so like embroidery. Oh. Um. And so, but you know, my main focus is the podcast, so I haven't been you know working on that too much. But it is really fun. Mm-hmm. So I I've, I've been trying to do that, and that's hard. You know, yes. it's not like all right, let me put the T-shirt in there and just like hit print. Like I gotta like do some digital art and mm-hmm. <laughs> learn, look up a lot of YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. Like I, I should have gone to your workshop. Um. Oh. But that was Adobe Illustrator. Yeah, that was Adobe Illustrator. That was pretty nice. Well, yeah. I guess more context. Like I'm the president of the graphic design club at CSUF. Thank you. Woo. Thank you. Um. And I'm like really trying to like. Wait, wait. Would you? Would you? Oh, just a little bit. Kind of like. Bit like um. Just like aim it at yourself. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So, <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, I want to make it sound good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so like, I'm just really trying to like do the best that I can to like support like the members and stuff, mm-hmm. especially cause like COVID's like ending or like we're on the back end of COVID. Oh yeah. So people want to get more involved. So I'm like, I'm trying to like do my best to give all these activities for them to do. So we had that workshop on how to do illustrator mm-hmm. and that was really cool to do because, um, it, it's so it's so rewarding almost to see like oh like all right now you do this like use this tool and then it works and they're like whoa so you taught someone something and then they use it themselves have they mm-hmm. so the the club is for is for any artist though mm-hmm. yeah um any artist we're really trying to like keep it open to everybody yeah. And it's really it was really cool to see because um during that workshop we were making like I was teaching them how to make like this puffy rainbow on Illustrator and um I was like, Oh, if you're this kind of major, make your rainbow this color, make your rainbow this color. Oh, okay. And um it was cool to see like there's more people than just graphic designers. There was like animation people. Mm-hmm. There was some business majors. I think there is somebody who was doing like computer science or something like <laughs> What, what was a business major doing in there? <laughs> I have no idea. I think, like, business, it's cool because business and, like, graphic design, they kind of go hand in hand with each other a little bit. I, I would say just, a, uh, you know, getting a business degree is, like, is, I don't know, kind of like getting an English degree. Like, it's it's a, you could say it's, like, a very, very general thing, but it they're both useful. Like, mm-hmm. you, could, they're, you could use it for a lot of different things. It's not so niche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I think business is really popular. I feel like there's a lot of people who go into studying business. And then it really shows because, like, if you go to Cal State Fullerton, like, our our buildings are, like, super old. <laughs> like, there's... The business buildings? The business buildings? So nice. <laughs> oh, oh, those those are those are the good buildings. Those are the good buildings. The rest of the buildings are old? The... Um, I don't know about the rest of the buildings, but I know for the art buildings, like they're falling apart. Oh. They're old. I took like a photography class and we were working with film. The machines in there that we were using were from the seventies. Like it's old, old stuff. And you go to the business buildings and they're like huge, tall buildings, glass, 
super modern looking. God. They had a Starbucks. They have a Starbucks inside one of them. It's like that's how you know they're good. Exactly. That's how you know they made it. It's like they're really getting all like the good funding, and then it almost feels like the art majors are being a little bit robbed because like there we had three buildings, or at least we used to, because mm-hmm. now they completely knocked down one of them. One of the art buildings. Mm-hmm. Are they not going to replace it or? Oh, they're going to replace it. But like by the time it's replaced, I'm probably going to be gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was talking to Jaden Greeno. That's the podcast that just came up today. Mm-hmm. But we were discussing how generally art is made in suffering and, and pain. <laughs> and, you know, things <laughs> things of that nature. Um, <laughs> because if it wasn't, then it then it would <laughs> because then if it wasn't then it wouldn't be good art so maybe they're doing you guys a service i guess so maybe (laughs) i don't like it in the the business majors no no yeah (laughs) screw them (laughs) i don't know what what's your what's your take on that like what's my take on what yeah like do you prefer like happy art do you prefer sad art do you think it makes a difference if it comes out of suffering oh i i like my art non-gmo vegan cage free <laughs> oh my grass-fed grass-fed cage free mm-hmm. <laughs> no that's I, I think that's a good question um so it, during that discussion with with Jaden, i um, told him the example of, or a few examples of Brandon Urie of Panic at the Disco. Did mm-hmm. you know Brandon Urie? Um, yeah. So Brandon Urie got married, and then he comes out with the album Death of a Bachelor, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I think that was because he, you know, he got married, found love, was super happy. But then his most recent stuff isn't really that good. So Jaden was saying, that's why it's not good. At first, he was he was filled with so much love and happiness that he comes out with an amazing album and then puts out kind of subpar stuff. And I was like, what an opinion, but it's a good observation. Mm-hmm. Um, Childish Gambino had a child and then comes out with Awaken My Love, that album. I mean, oh we, all, we all, yeah, we all know Redbone. I mean, that's, me we wouldn't have Redbone. That album. Mm-hmm. So... I think there's um. I don't know if you could say correlation. I don't know what what did the stats student say? Correlation is not equal Correlate. causation. Yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> I, don't know. I know there's there is like an interesting thing about making art from suffering and stuff. Like, I don't know. Well, I just for me personally, like, I feel do like a suffer? lot of I do suffer. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, but like. I feel like a lot of my art is more like not avoiding that necessarily, but like it's making things that kind of bring me joy. So like, Mm -hmm. for example, like when I made this, like, um, that's a a song that I really like. And so I just really wanted to like make it fun. But at the same time, I guess like did it did come from suffering because I had COVID so I was isolated in my room. So I was like, I have nothing to do. Like I watched 
probably all you, the YouTube videos I could possibly watch. And like now I'm just bored. And so it's like now it's time to Ice create. Break video. <clears throat> Excuse me. Iceberg videos got popular. Did you watch any of those? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy just how <laughs> much people can like really deep dive into something. It's like, nuts. I feel like it's very fitting with the spooky season coming up. But I've seen the oh, yeah. the over the garden wall iceberg. There's garden so wall. much. Yeah. Have you seen over the garden wall? Uh, the cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't. What? I watch it. You have to watch it. All right, let me let me let me put that down. Write that down. Yeah. Write that down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because over the garden wall is so good. The art style, the story, it's just great. And then watching that iceberg video, it's crazy just how many details, how many Easter eggs, lore, continuity lore they pack into everything. It, it will be like, oh, look at that gravestone. Look at the name on it. Like, oh, no. Like, no, just not, the no. tiniest, tiniest of details. And it's like, oh, my God, you're right. And it's like, you don't, like, pay attention to that. Animators go crazy whenever they make shows like that. I mean, something like Gravity Falls or mm-hmm. uh, Adventure Time. They're always putting random numbers. And I've, I follow the Adventure Time subreddit. And people are always saying, what do these numbers mean? Mm. And they're like, oh, it's just from this famous mathematician nothing too there's nothing special spect- yeah nothing too special about mm. it mm-hmm. you're not missing out on any lore it's just someone that an animator that knew what that was and they just threw it in there just because they could you know filler that's mm-hmm. you know, kind of like what it is might as well put something that actually means kind of something in the in the show yeah um what's your um what would you say are your top shows like animated shows because you kind of mentioned Gravity Falls, and that's one of my personal favorites, too. I haven't watched that in its entirety. I watched it just a handful of times when it was on TV, but I just I had kind of avoided it. Hmm. But I know it's a good show, and I, I do need to get to it, though. Hmm. Um, you can write that one down, too. <laughs> I will, well, I mean, that one's, that one's in my head. That one's like, I already know I got to get to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adventure Time, that one's like top show of, of all time, forever, Endeavor. Uh, cartoons. Well, the same person that did Adventure Time did Midnight Gospel. Have you have you seen that? No, I haven't heard of that one. So mm-hmm. Peddleton, I think that's how you pronounce his name, Ward. He, I think, was supervisor animator of Adventure Time. And so what they did with Midnight Gospel was they took this guy's podcast, Duncan Trussell's podcast, and they animated them. And it's it's really... It's really interesting. If you like podcasts, I think it's awesome. Something that's very visually stimulating. Have mm-hmm. you seen Into the Spider Verse? Oh, Do you yeah. Remember, of remember when that came out? That was huge. It was awesome. It, people, so my mind was blown. Good. Everybody's minds were blown. They're like, "Oh, this is this is beautiful stuff. Like, we need more of this." So, mm-hmm. the, like that feeling in in that show, Midnight Gospel, and then you have a podcast, and they're talking about very deep topics and. You know, they, they chose like the top handful best podcasts. And yeah, I recommend that one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, Midnight Hour? Or Midnight Gospel. Midnight Gospel. Yeah. I'm going to write that one down. That one's really cool because sometimes the animations that they put in don't necessarily uh, correlate with the podcast that's going on. And there's this one episode where he had a podcast with his mother. And I think 
after that, his mom actually died. And so that was a way to wow. kind of immortalize her. And it mm -hmm. was very touching, very beautiful. Wow, that is pretty, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. To just have like that, that kind of moment of time and like just have, kind of have that forever, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Steven Universe. That was not, I, don't, I wouldn't say that's the top show, but I watched that one recently. I liked it. Yeah. It's very happy-go-lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I do like all those shows. I think my personal favorite was Gravity Falls. Like, it had all the mystery, it you know, had all that, but also it was just so funny. Mm -hmm. Like, just ridiculously funny sometimes. Like, I just remember um, there was like that one episode with the boy band. Did you ever watch that one? probably no well, uh, well they were like cloned made in a laboratory like boy band members and mabel like sets them free but they don't know how to like act in society so they're like they're like gerbils animals like trying to learn how to be human they're like k-pop idols <laughs> tell me they don't come out of a factory Care careful careful <laughs> they're watching <laughs> I know they are. Korea. No, you, what Korea has done. I've had some new perspective. Thank you to uh, Kara Shu. They taught me that Korea is just one big capitalist society and they have inched their way. I, I don't even think inched their way. They have, they have put their foot down here in the United States and said, here's K-pop and people are eating it up and they're buying everything and it's um it's uh it's it's a little interesting yeah it's really interesting to see just like <laughs> the the absolute machine that is like bts and just like and all and all of those people uh-huh like just how Every much pop idol they're star. able to make they call themselves like army and i feel like that that's a good way to describe it because they have yeah. hordes of fans that are so loyal i had a friend that went to one of the bts concerts that came in la and um, she took a video, and they were on, like, this. It was, like, you know, like, one of those construction lifts that, like, go up and down. Like a scissor lift? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay. But, like, they were driving it through the crowd so, like, the people on the second level can, like, see them. And she's getting a video of it. And she's so freaking excited when she's showing me this video. And she's, like, she, he looked at me. He looked at me. I was, like, what are you talking about? And she's, like, right, right there, right there. Like at two seconds three milliseconds he's looking directly at the camera right, right there right there <laughs> <laughs> zoom zoom in and hands i don't know how he does it oh my god uh, you know i love it mm -hmm. you're letting him get away with it again oh my god look at him he's guilty <laughs> bernie guilty, don't bernie me <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, those K-pop stands. Yeah, army is the correct term. It's I I I said that is a bit weird that you go, you know, appreciate an artist. I there are plenty of people that I would, I would love to go see in concert. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's me spending my money. But I yeah, I get it. Mm -hmm. But then they buy the the wand globe things that light up. Mhm. Mm a, a little bit of a sailor moon moment a little bit yeah but mm -hmm. like what else are you going to use it for i guess that's true yeah i guess for the memory yeah if they for go the back again mm -hmm. that and, there, they, and they have the the cards the cards 
Have you seen those? Oh. They, they just have pictures of... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have pictures of that. I didn't realize just how deep it goes. <laughs> because... That's got to be an iceberg video. Yeah, that could be an iceberg video. Because I had like a public speaking class. And um, one of our first assignments was to um, to make like a, a presentation like going like in a deep dive of mm-hmm. a topic that you really like. And this girl did a, like a, a deep dive of K-pop. Ooh. And it was so honestly really interesting. Like just like the process like that they have to go through to get into a band. And then all the marketing, all the materials that they come with, like the cards it's like it's a whole experience. The wands, like everything, is really thought through, which is really interesting to me as a graphic designer. If I really think about it, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just how can you slap a name on anything and everything? Mm-hmm. Let's put it on a toilet. Let's put it on the couch mm-hmm. just because we can. We can. But hey, they are masterminds, and the training is intense and crazy. And some of them don't even make it. Mm-hmm. That must be so crushing. Then they really do have to work in a factory. Ah. <gasps> That'd be a little scary. No no disrespect to people working in factories because you're working hard. Nope. I was but there. You were there? Some back, bake, back, back, back breaking work. What were you doing? I was working at UPS. Oh. Were you driving the truck? Bo- no. Mm. Lifting boxes and stuff. I would... <clears throat> I would work overnight to fill the trucks before they left in the morning so right before our shift ended all the drivers came and then you know would drive them to your houses mm-hmm. and stuff like that that's what i would do mm-hmm. so a lot of picking up boxes and stuff and mm-hmm. are you still doing that no i um i wouldn't say i liked working there but <clears throat> the fact that i didn't have to really talk to anybody and that's how i kind of started listening to a lot of podcasts i try to Mm. listen to music for the first week yeah and then i realized that it got boring very quickly Mm. Mm -hmm. so i queued up you know three four podcasts and that would that would be the whole shift and i'll be like Mm -hmm. pretty good do you have like a list of podcasts that you go to two years ago at the time i was listening to joe rogan because they had three hour podcasts oh wow which is good to just i mean yeah just (laughs) just people talking (laughs) Mm -hmm. i reached that sometimes the last podcast or the uh carrie shoes podcast was three hours anyway but Mm -hmm. i used to listen to joe rogan but now um colin and samir they're pretty good i like watching them on youtube though they i recommend anybody who really does content creation i don't really like using that word but yeah content creation Mm -hmm. And they've popularized the term creator economy. So a lot of creators that are part of the community and they kind of highlight what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so their kind of slogan is for creators, by creators. So it kind of gets a little deep into what happens. But they do podcasts. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. Podcasts with big YouTube creators. That's like refreshing to see. Bad Friends, their comedy podcast, hilarious. Hmm. Yeah, I like. Um, have you ever listened to Two Hot Takes? Two Hot Takes, no. I I feel like that was the podcast that really got me into podcasts, because, like, similarly, like I would just listen to music, and um, like, 
Yeah, I I have a bad habit of like really beating a song to death. <laughs> and like I'll start off like loving a song, playing it like every day, and then like I just get really bored of it. And then with podcasts, like it almost feels like brand new every single time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Especially well, I'm I'm a fan of the two hot takes because um they they watch um they watch they read like the am I the asshole stories. Oh and those are so entertaining. Like and then for some reason like I get really into it where like I'm almost pretending like I'm in, in the episode. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, definitely not the asshole. Like you were totally in the right or whatever, just like talking to myself in the car like a yeah. crazy person. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and then those would come up on reddit but i think i would enjoy someone reading that though someone with a little bit more enthusiasm that's like used to that and i don't know i, I usually don't like to give i don't know hot takes if you will mm-hmm. of just be, uh, having very opinionated things but other people that do it and they they know how to do it right and they nail it and it's hilarious mm-hmm. so yeah I get that. That sounds very entertaining. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. I, I think it's especially funny because um, the host has like is very like neutral, very calm. Oh, when she reads the stories, and then we'll have like a guest who's like just like going off, like, yeah, definitely the asshole. Are you kidding me? Divorce him now, like, <laughs> and just like the difference between the two is oh. just so funny sometimes. So it's the it's the calm neutral person that that that's the host, mm-hmm. and then they have guests that come in, and then they'll just bring it up. Mm-hmm. That's like a segment that they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like they'll go, they'll read the story, and then they'll give their take. Like if the person is like a good person or a bad person, <laughs> and it's really funny to see, especially like it like over time, like they kind of develop it. So like. They'll read the story first, give their takes from that perspective, and then mm-hmm. they'll read like an update oh. from the person. And then it's like, boom, it flips. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh my God, that just adds like a crazy amount of context like that you wouldn't have thought before. I was playing devil's advocate, giving them benefit of the doubt. Have you seen Therapy Gecko? I have seen Therapy Gecko. Mm-hmm. I've seen a little bit. The, the most recent was uh, Logic was on... I mean, he was doing a ton of podcasts just to promote his tour, which I think is over now. Mm-hmm. But he, he did Therapy Gecko, and that was the first time I like watched the whole thing. And mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. I like it. It is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think it's really funny sometimes too. It's it'll be just like really random topics that come up mm-hmm. too, not necessarily like oh I need help, I need therapy, but like there'll be like somebody who's like there was one that I'll never forget that was so funny that. Like, the guy was missing... A collar? A collar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was missing one of his... Mm, I don't know if you want to cut that eventually, but like, yeah. He was missing <laughs> one of those. And then he found another person who had the same issue. Two different people submitted, like, forms to get, like, on the call. And this was so the same he, episode. Yeah, same. And he brought them together on the same oh. call. It was so funny. They were like... Wow, <laughs> you know, unite them together. <laughs> we can, if we if we stick together, you make two, your two halves of one whole. There was this one guy at our school, in high school, that I think 
it's, it's some sort of like blunt force drama to his testicles. And they fused into one. <gasps> no. I didn't know about this until after I graduated, but oh some, some people were telling me. And you know, I think I'm glad that I forget the name too. It's, I think it's just better that way. It's just a good story, but it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, huh, yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> that's crazy. It's, it's funny how like you learn about some of these stories like after the fact. Because like, I know personally I wasn't like very popular. I didn't know all the drama or anything. But like you just hear like afterwards like, oh, do you remember when this happened? And like I had no clue. That what with it, what happened? Yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, I was really in the dark. But honestly, like mm, are you going to college? Mm-mm. Are you in college? Mm. Okay. Well, um, for me personally, like I think college is way better than high school. Yeah. By far. No. It's just like way better. <laughs> Did you experience a lot of like clicks and stuff in high school? Um, yeah, I had like a click in high school, mm-hmm. but and I, I mainly like stood in within that click. And well, what, what was it? Can you can you stereotype it? <laughs> Not me asking to stereotype. Stereotype? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do, do you know? You, are, yeah. Do you mean like jocks or I mean, like yeah, nerds? Like that yeah, kind of stereotype? Sure, sure. Well, I don't know. Or if there was at least a certain thing you bonded over, though. Um, I don't think there is necessarily something that we bonded over because yeah, I know group. for sure that I wasn't a jock, but my best friend did like wrestling and stuff. And so mm-hmm. I guess you can count him as a jock. We we're just like really good friends, you know, and, um, wholesome. Yeah. And I, uh, I still keep in contact with him. I'm actually going to be the best man for his wedding that's coming up. Crazy stuff. Scary stuff. I'm like, wow. We're really growing up. There's, there's people your age getting married, having children. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy to hear. And then, like, I hear from other people, too, like, in my grade, they're, like, talking about their friends. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, they, these people only knew each other for three months, and now they're getting married. I'm like, what? And, uh. <laughs> those, and then it's like, I, I try to, like, call out, like, what's going to happen within the story. I'm like... <laughs> She's going to be pregnant, <laughs> bet. I know it. And then, like, my friend will come back later and be Update. like, you were right. She was. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, is it is it the same thing now? It's not necessarily a specific type of clique or thing you bond over, but it's just a group of friends that hang out together. So, I guess you can't say clique. Mm-hmm. It's a group. It's just a people. Group. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer a big group of friends or like a, a tight group of friends? Small. Uh, I don't think I've ever had a... No, I think I did have a large group of friends for a short period of time. I think after a while you just get used to it. You hang out with a group of people and then slowly more people just start hanging out. It's like a gradual thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. You go to a party and they're like, oh, you're pretty cool. We should hang out. And then you just kind of like go out to the movies one day. And then next thing you know, you're hanging out with seven people Mm -hmm. every other week. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, that's true. And like, it's almost a weird kind of thing. Because like with the pandemic, like it just felt like so separated. And like it it happened at the start of college. I think it was like first year or something. And then having to go home and feeling so disconnected. Yeah. You're a year older than me. You're 21. Mm Mm-hmm. 21 mm-hmm. 
and just feeling like so disconnected and like not feeling like a solid foundation especially like being a commuter if you feel like just kind of like a drifter like you're you're not even a main character you're just the extra in the background you know (laughs) not even someone that gives out side quests no total extra total extra probably like just the random person that gets ran over on gta (laughs) (laughs) you're just the you're just a train driver everybody tries to kill to stop the train like (laughs) yeah but like it's it's crazy now because i feel like i'm starting to establish like a little bit a bit of a friend group now like i got invited to my first party barely like at the start of this year and i'm like all right "Mm -hmm." yeah my friend invited me and she's like would you want to go to a a party like me what a party and she's like yeah it's cowboy themed like go i'm like oh yeah sick oh yeah that is you you said it earlier but today is october 1st everybody Fall season is now in full swing. Fall season. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that is a good introduction. Not uh, super into Halloween. Everybody has their own individual costumes, but it is, it is a theme and everybody does dress up though. Yeah. Do you have an mm-hmm. outfit? Um. Oh, oh. Wait. For the cowboy oh for the party. cowboy party yeah oh it wasn't even a and a costume it wasn't we'll talk about that. halloween actually it was like before spring break oh so it wasn't even oh okay. it wasn't even halloween but like right before spring break like um just cowboy themed i thought I'm like all right cool i thought that you were invited to a party just recently and then you're gonna go in like a week <laughs> oh no 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 um i i bet there is gonna be a halloween party though and i do have a plan to dress up as loki this year oh okay Mm -hmm. okay yeah but like that cowboy party being like the first party that i got invited to i was so excited i'm like i have to go all out (laughs) so i went to the thrift store i bought like a jean jacket i bought fringe off of amazon assless chaps not the assless chaps Just a little bit of a bold change. Wait, wait. <laughs> Just a holster. <laughs> Just the holster. And the cowboy hat on top. <laughs> yeah. You came stepping, dressed up. Mm-hmm. Life of the party? Yeah. I, well, because I was excited. And, like, that was the first time that um, I had, like, really talked to some of the people that I had, I had seen from my classes. Mm-hmm. Because she had invited people that are in our classes oh, okay okay and it was like i've seen you before but like i've never talked to you before and so that was like my way of like like getting introduced to everybody and i feel like from there i just like started being like really good friends with them which was really cool but like it was a really interesting experience because me personally like i don't drink i don't smoke mm-hmm. so just like s- like seeing people like slowly disappear like people are so messed up that they're going and throwing up in the restroom for like 30 minutes or like people are going outside to smoke and you never see them again <laughs> that's interesting that when the when the party takes a turn and you're like maybe it's time for me to go home yeah, maybe it's time for me to go home but i just remember the best part of that party was um uh just like the stragglers so like designated drivers and a few mm-hmm. of the people who stood behind um this one girl who was really messed up like i was like give me the ox like connect connected oh, no. her no, phone no 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 to the speaker <laughs> me, and just give started me the ox 
drunk, <laughs> just whatever else you're on, that <laughs> I'll let you finish. Well, I it was probably a good idea though because like she started playing the good stuff, like oh. like she started playing like disco and stuff, and so like basically like she was going wild. All the designated designated drivers and me were like just like yeah. <laughs> And that was like the the last hour of the party, and that was pretty nice. <laughs> good way, good send off. You made good choices. It's uh, it's a hit or miss sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, someone says they have a good idea, and sometimes it's not a good idea. Sometimes it is a good idea, but it would have been an even better idea if they were sober. I'm gonna do a backflip. Uh, have you done a backflip? No. No. Nah, maybe you shouldn't do a backflip. <laughs> I took a shower. I think take this off this is my show now by the way <laughs> this is the andre gonzalez podcast and we are oh, welcoming wow. back um chewy torres hello <laughs> all right i got hat slash headphone hair hello what's going on what's going on we're Hi, just happy to be about here parties right now parties mm-hmm. parties boy have i been to just a handful just a handful i didn't go to too many parties even in high school afterwards i did weirdest party experience weirdest party experience mm-hmm. my friends and i threw a party last year for halloween mm-hmm. and i was being a dj just having a laptop you know i threw on the crossfade for spotify just take recommendations because i'm a good dj mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> If, if this is a real DJ, do not ask for recommendations. They're not going to do it, okay? <laughs> All right. So I was playing music, and the everybody, you know, started to leave. And there were still some people outside. But I went inside. It's fine. Music's just queued up. It's all right. And I don't remember what I was doing, but I came back outside to turn the music off. It was really late. And there are two people just making out really hard just going at it just fighting punching with their tongues just everything <laughs> no breathing no breathing <laughs> they're, they're they're using each other's breaths for air Jeez, <laughs> you all need an oxygen tank so they didn't see me but the way i i stepped out into the backyard they were in between the music and the back door so i couldn't and I didn't want to go through it. They probably wouldn't have noticed me if I walked over to the music mm-hmm. and turned it off. But as soon as I turned it off, if I would have turned it off, then they would have noticed and it would have been really awkward. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I thought. I think it would have. They, they were. It was way too intimate for me to do anything. So I just, as soon as I saw them, I turned around and went back in the house and I fell asleep and I woke up probably six, seven in the morning and the music is still blaring. Oh. <laughs> wow. So, so that's when I finally went to go turn off the music. Mm-hmm. Um, What's going on? Those yeah. Poor neighbors. Okay. <laughs> yeah, those poor neighbors. I'm surprised they didn't do... Oh, no, actually, the cops did get called. Oh. Yeah, but they just told everybody who's, you know, a minor to leave, which was probably like like a handful, not, not many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. That's like a scary situation. I just remember... The cops getting called? Yeah. Or um, watching people making 
No, to both of them actually. No. <laughs> uh, but like, just like I don't know, there's something scary about like cops rolling through. Yeah. Like I remember when I was little, and we would go to my grandpa's house for Fourth of July, and like we would have like the huge fireworks that like go up in the sky. Like it was so fun. But then just like we're like, oh, the cops are coming, and so like we like pack everything up and like the kids would run inside and like (laughs) that was always like a really scary experience and like being so young like i always had like i was always imagining like the worst case scenario so like like me and my cousins would run inside and then in my head i'm thinking like what if i go back out there and everybody's gone like (laughs) just making just the wild scenarios you come up with yeah don't you just have no, I don't know what the word is, but you just, you just don't know what's going on. You mm-hmm. don't know what, what would go on. Mm-hmm. Just like torturing my little brain with like the worst possible scenarios that I could think of. <laughs> it's, it's so crazy. Just like, like the, like the things that you think of when you're little. Oh like, yeah. What if I just wake up and I'm invisible one day? <laughs> like you think that's gonna actually happen? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I heard it in a story, and I think it could happen to me. I think it could happen. Like, I don't know. You, it's just like the you're five, thing and you're like, like, what if I can like jump on that roof? And then your friend's like, I think you could do it. <laughs> you're like, yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like you jump off the monkey bars. Jump off the monkey bars. That is a very common story. You jump off the monkey bars, break or break your forearm, sprain your wrist. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? Look at what I can do. And mm-hmm. like, you just yeah, do a little jump or whatever. You just saw Iron Man. <laughs> you're at the playground. <laughs> I could do that. Mm-hmm. I can do that. I can fly. Mm-mm. No, you can't. Mm-mm. I remember I was having a pillow fight with my cousins once when we were really young and <laughs> my my cousin at the time was like a lot smaller than us and so he just uh, in the middle of us like about to go at him he just stances up and he's like I'm Iron Man <laughs> <laughs> and my other cousin just winds up as <gasps> hard as he could and boom that was <laughs> wow Oh, Iron Man. <laughs> oh, Iron Man. I th- oh. It was, uh, yeah, it's definitely a gem being one of the first, you know, big superhero movies of our time and just blowing our brains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of how cool it was. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the MCU? <sighs> it's not doing too hot. Really? It's, yeah. I don't think it's... Mm-mm. I don't know. It's It's really interesting to see what's going on because like i um i enjoy uh like the shows and stuff like i really enjoyed moon knight that one was really cool that one was cool Mm -hmm. i watched a few episodes of she hulk i enjoyed those but just hearing like the stories behind like not even just like leave behind what you think like if the movies are good or not just Mm -hmm. like all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes like all the animators and stuff and like all the cgi artists are like being crazy you hear stories like they're crazy overworked they're trying to make unions and stuff yeah and like and like but on the other end people are just like oh the animation quality is just like really going down and it's like it's really bad the mm-hmm. mcu is really bad now and it's like but you don't even like consider like there's people behind this stuff 
No, but uh, the visual effects work, that's, that is not the same argument. I would say as from a writing standpoint, I think writers are still getting overworked. But I think mm. a good technique, a good way of writing is to make whatever you're writing feel timeless. And I think that's... Unfor- uh, yeah, unfortunately for Endgame, they really had to say this happened in 2012. Like, the, you had to set those boundaries. You're time traveling. Like, you have to make it very clear. That, that is a hard thing to write. They did a good job mm-hmm. of keeping people... Fo- uh, of keeping... Just, like, developing that story and, like, stringing it along. Is that what you mean? Yes, yeah, stringing along so people don't get confused and lost about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just had a flashback and this just happened. I thought that was... That one oh, movie. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Yeah. the things that are coming out now seem very dated, not in a way that it's old, but it will not age well. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like I can watch Iron Man and the one thing that happens are flip phones. Phones, that's just the biggest tell of how old something is. Mm-hmm. And so they have some flip phones, I think, mm-hmm. and some older phones. But other than that, you can watch it Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel very, doesn't feel old. Yeah, That's it's it. just it's just like a part of it. It's just there. Yeah, it's not necessarily like affecting the plot. I think that's probably no. what does it sometimes. Is when when something feels aged is when it's like baked in. So like it's flip phone flip phones and it's like really part of it. You yeah, know? it's part it's of like, the plot. <laughs> yeah, there. What? it's not just someone picking up the phone and like kind of like it's all you know, very nitpicky and how you direct it and how you hold the phone. So you cover logos and you cover like what the phone looks like, but mm-hmm. obviously they are on a cell phone. Yeah. We know that. <laughs> Nondescript technology phone that looks like an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah. I think, I don't know. It's, I think it's just a really tough, I think too, what, what's kind of like making people nervous about it, or at least like what I'm thinking is like the negative perception of MCU is like, it's like, how do you follow up such like a monumental thing? Like just like all of these movies, like that culminated, I think it was over a decade. Yeah. Like that culminated all into like that one, the, or two movies, I guess with infinity war and Endgame, like that just like wrapped it up all together in a tight bow and like wow iron man died like it was crazy like it's it felt so final you know and it's like how do you go where do you go from there you don't that's art you have to let it die Mm, mm -hmm. that's it they you can't reintroduce suffering i don't i think that's the problem Mm. of the suffering thing Tying back to the suffering. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to tie that in because they actually are suffering. And mm-hmm. I know how those animators poor. are suffering. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, mm. you know, it's just that they could, they should have called it quits there. Mm. It, you end it while you're still on top. Mm-hmm. It's like such a big franchise. It's like the Fast, Fast and Furious movies. Hmm. I honestly have never watched any of the Fast and Furious. Mm. All I know I think is that you should that watch the first two. They keep going and yeah. going. <laughs> the first, the first, yeah, the first one is a, I guess a 
cultural phenomenon. It's it's a cultural staple, especially with car enthusiasts, hmm. those types of people. Mm-hmm. Um, the second, uh, I think the second, technically the third Tokyo Drift, you know that song? Um, dun, dun, Drift, dun, Drift. Dun, 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 I think dun, it's 007. Oh, that's not it? That's not it. Oh, I'm, whenever someone says Tokyo Drift, <laughs> my mind just goes straight there. Double O seven. What? Oh no no no! I'm not. That's what you said. No no that Tokyo Drift. No not that one. I wasn't trying to go with that one. I was trying to go with. Boom 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 boom. Tokyo Drift Drift Drift. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was trying to go for. Maybe you didn't translate that well. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Recommend watching those. At least the first two. Yeah, at least the first two. Hmm. That one feels... That one feels kind of dated as well. Hmm. But that's because... I think a lot of it is just the cameras. The camera quality. Hmm. That's mm-hmm. interesting to watch in a show. Have you seen It's Always... It's always sunny in Philadelphia. No, but I hear a lot of good things about it. I I would say it's a bit of an acquired taste, like mm. Curb Your Enthusiasm. But yeah, you I watch try. that first season, and then you watch the most recent, and it's like, whoa, big difference. Like good big difference or bad good big, big difference. But good big difference. It's mm-hmm. just a little silly to see how poor the quality looks. They're on season fourteen, fifteen. Oh. I think, but I listen to some of their pod. They have their own podcast. I don't listen to that one, but where they've been with other people that have a podcast, and they're just a group of guys, and uh, well, Caitlin Olson as well, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of comedic actors and comedians. So they just kind of do what they want. They're just having fun doing that show. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah, I I feel like I just need to get into more, like movies and stuff in general um because like the things that do take me out to the movies are like the marvel movies that'll be like the the times that i'll go to see movies because it's like you know like it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be pretty good at least you know and but i just need to like try to like spread myself out more mm-hmm. just like try to experience more movies but i guess like I guess that's another reason, like, why I don't is because it almost feels like a gamble when, like, you just, like, go to, like, a completely new movie. It's, like, you don't know the director. You don't know the actors. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just an entirely new experience when it's, like, if you go to an MCU movie, like, you you get a general idea of what you're going to see. But, like, the one of, like, I saw, did you ever see, um... Uh, everything everywhere all at once god I... damn it i'm so sorry Jaden. what you did it you didn't see the movie you're telling me right now that you didn't see the movie it's been another week we talked about this as well okay Jayden. they told me i went to a show with them and we started talking about movies mm-hmm. and they said you need to watch it it's amazing and i said i will and then we talked last week and it's been another week. <sighs> well, this movie is going to haunt you. It's going to follow you until you watch it. I'm sorry. Gosh. But, like, you just got to. I know. You just got to. 
this is for everybody listening. Like, you have to watch this movie if you haven't seen it yet. And you have to go in as blind as you possibly could because you can never really guess what where the movie's actually going to go. Because I saw a trailer for it, like, maybe last year. Um, and I was like, oh, that looks really interesting visually. Like, that's really cool. Um, but, like, the trailer doesn't even come close to, like, what it's you're going to experience. Like, it's comedy. It's action. It's drama. It's, like, it's ev- literally everything rolled up into one. And it's just, like, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. It's so great. I'm sorry. I hate to like hype it up this much. I don't know Please if it's gonna make it. you like dis disappointed, maybe. But like, oh, I, I don't know. Sometimes that happens. It's like somebody will hype something up so much, good. and then it doesn't like meet it or something. But mm-hmm. like, I, it's it's so good. Honest, it. I'm gonna give it its flowers because it deserves it. Like, <laughs> I stopped watching trailers for that reason. I don't. Mm. I don't want to be spoiled by any movie. Marvel movies especially because there's a lot of lore and stuff that I've been watching for years now. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to know who's in it, who's who's the new character, new mm-hmm. cameos. Nah. Especially not those. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they just... Sometimes they get rid of... They tell the entire plot of the movie. Oh, yeah. It's like, that's not a good trailer. That was, that was a terrible trailer. Don't do that. Yeah. Great. <laughs> no. I, uh, it just reminds me of like dog movies. Dog movies? <laughs> yeah. There's like a very specific kind of genre of movie that I call dog movies where it's like maybe like, I don't know, an actor that's trying to like get their money. Like <laughs> they'll go on to like a dog movie and it's just like a very generic movie, very uplifting movie, very cookie cutter that involves a dog. I know Harrison Ford was in in a dog movie. I know Channing Tatum was in a dog movie. It if you watch a trailer from a dog movie, it'll give you the plot right to you, and you don't need to go see the movie. Like, you don't. <laughs> oh no, not the dog movies. <laughs> that's dog movies, and that's just dog movies. The only one I've like, seen is uh, Hachi. 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 I think. I think. I think it's uh, the name. Where the dog would always go to the train station to meet with its owner when it when it comes home, and then they'll just go back home together. But the dog would always wait at the train train station for this person, for its uh, its father. Until one day, the 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 guy dies teaching, and Haji stayed at the train station forever, Whoa. and just grew old. And now there's a statue in Japan. Really? Because it was a real story. Wow. That's yeah. actually kind of sweet. <laughs> it is sweet. It is sweet. <laughs> Dang. Do you have a dog? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I did well, see the dog. That's my Hello. sister's dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we had a we had another dog. And that's now become my other sister's. My other. Yeah, my other sister's dog. But she moved to Atlanta, Georgia recently. Mm. So... But she didn't take the dog with her when she first left. So she came back and then took the dog with her. So mm. living it up in Atlanta. Living it up. Mm-hmm. Are you a dog person? Or are you 
I know there's like the ongoing battle between dog and cat. Where do you where do you lie? Monitor lizard. That's fair. Honestly, no, liz- no. <laughs> lizards are so freaking cool. <laughs> I'll go running and I'll almost step on a few. And now it's, uh, it's turning more into snails because it's not as hot. Mm. Gosh, scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't Lizards know. move out of the way. Snails don't. But I feel like it's kind of like hard. It's like a game of a frogger. <laughs> because the lizards will be facing one way. And I'm like, okay, so maybe I should run behind them. But then I get close, and then they'll run the opposite direction of where they're looking. And I'm I'm always freaking out. You know, fuck those lizards, ruining my pace. Oh, you don't like them? No, I I love the lizards. Oh. Lizards are, lizards are cool. They're just out there. They just you know we uh, you know it's, it's their house, their home. You know, they're my little buddies. Whenever cool. I see a lizard, sometimes I just take a picture of them. Like yeah. I went, I go out to the mailbox, and there's like a little lizard perched up on the rock hey. that's next to the mailbox. I'm like, I gotta take a picture of you, little buddy. Just like, eating some sun, <laughs> enjoying themselves. They don't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to be. <laughs> a lizard in your next life. Be a lizard reincarnated. Yeah, I don't want to deal with all this human adult stuff. Like, are you kidding me? I just want to be a lizard on a rock <laughs> <laughs> and be photographed by National Geographic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My friend has two cats and they're outdoor cats so they're always hunting whatever's out there so Mm. little mice a lot of lizards sometimes bugs and sometimes the big dogs he has dogs as well and the dogs will sometimes they'll get possums which is crazy like the cats hunt the possums? Oh, wait. Possums, the dogs. He has cats and dogs. Oh. So the cats oh, usually oh. get like lizards and birds. Oh. And they just bring them back. So they're like, a little bit little so a little bit faster. Yeah, a little present. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little presents, but the dogs will hunt the bigger stuff. But those dogs are eating good. Eating, eating meat. One of them's kind of fat. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen those TikToks where it's like, um look at me preparing my meal for my dog and they're crazy fancy meals and like like i'm not even that eating eating that good like they're like oh we got prime rib we've got um ostrich feet we've got lizard uh ear pigs we've got pumpkin liver chickpeas And like, what? And I'm and gonna top some... it all off with this like little special oil and like for their joints. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Like wow, wow. And then sprinkle some rose water. Rose water? Mm-hmm. I've never seen rose that water. One. <laughs> <laughs> That's for their brain development, of course. <laughs> it's for their skin. It's for the nice shine, the nice color. <laughs> I didn't. Honestly. Maybe that's like, maybe that's on me. Maybe I'm just like a bad dog person. But like, I would have never thought to like put together such like a crazy fancy meal. But like, you know what? They're probably doing it right. Who knows? I will give my dog, well, yeah, my dog water from the fridge. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. I'll, give, I'll give him ice cubes too. Oh, wow. Fancy. I know. Fancy. It's hot. With a little bit of Chardonnay on the side. Okay. <laughs> I will. Mm-hmm. I I um yeah I I had a dog at my house, but like 
He was like a really big dog. Um, he was like a German Shepherd Rottweiler mix. Whoa. Yeah. Big. Big old. Huge head. And he looks scary, but honestly is like the sweetest dog. And doesn't really bark at anything. The only time like he barked was like when he would try to flip over a Frisbee that he couldn't pick up off the ground. But like just the sweetest dog. That's wholesome. Mm -hmm. But our neighbor, our neighbor, I'll never forgive her for this. <laughs> but I, um, she came to our house one day and was like, oh, he's looking over at my yard and I'm afraid that he's going to eat my dog or something. And like, lady, like our house is like up here. Your house is down here. We're separated by this giant wall of cactuses. Do you think my dog is really going to Superman jump over those cactuses to your yard and eat your dog? Really? Eat? Eat the dog. They I don't know. Eat. Or attack her. I don't know. Uh, attack, but eat is a little... Yeah, maybe I'm being dramatic or whatever. Anyway. But like, still, like, really? That's a bold and statement to she, yeah, say. She, she came to our door and said, like, if he keeps looking over at my yard, I'm going to call animal control. He's standing there. He's just standing. Menacingly. <laughs> <laughs> Caring for dogs? Who would have thought? I don't know. First of their kind? Yeah, but he's not at our house anymore. Um, My dad took him and yep, only see him on occasion. So. Took the dog. Yeah, it's real sad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he he used to he used to sleep on my bike. The dog? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your dad? Was, no, my dad. <laughs> yeah, my Still dad would bike. sleep next to my bike. <laughs> oh, I just said on the bike. Oh no no no! <laughs> next like, to my bike. Either either or if it was the dog or your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little picture of it, but it was just like the cutest thing that I ever saw. That he was just sleeping next to my bike, and it's like. I'm just imagining he's just pr there protecting my bike, and it was the cutest thing ever. <laughs> Gotta get a new dog, little dog, put in a basket. Mm-hmm. You're like, I don't think that dog is going to attack your dog, ma'am, if I get a tiny one. <laughs> mm -mm. That's why people get tiny dogs. Sometimes they just, like, unfortunately, they don't really train their dogs, and they don't put them near other people's dogs. That's just sometimes how it goes. And other people, so they leave them in the house, all day and or the backyard and they're so small that you could just pick them up oh no the dog's acting crazy <laughs> you, just, you just leave it i heard you know when you when it's your little cousin and you just put your hand on their forehead it's equivalent <laughs> to that it's the equivalent to that see my problem is is i never did that i was the one getting yeah me too forehead <laughs> do you have the picture uh whoa i thought nice i brought case. it up oh, thank you um little salmon little rustic red Mm-hmm. Let me see. I don't know if I can... I don't know where it is anymore. How do you look at your favorite photos? Um, favorites? Yeah. I don't no, know no. how to get to my favorites. Oh, well, anyways. The new, did you update your iPhone? Yeah, I did. The mm -hmm. new update now requires you to put in a password for your recently deleted photos. Oh, Did you I notice that? No. I never, yeah. I never knew that. Whenever I delete a photo, I just forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have, uh, sorry, do That's you good. have the, 
I think there's a few ways you could set it up. After a year, the photo automatically deletes forever, or I think instantaneously it deletes, or you know everything in between. I think mine is set up for thirty days. It'll mm. it'll just clear it out of my recently deleted. But, I mean, I'm already deleting the picture. Might as well take a couple more steps and delete them from exist from existence. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But now they require you to put in a passcode or your face passcode to open up recently deleted which is mm. yeah i don't know yeah i just there's never been a time where like i accidentally delete something and i'm like i want i want it back or whatever yeah. i don't know <laughs> just built different you just you just don't make mistakes sorry i don't know i'm just, I'm just <laughs> perfect i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah i couldn't find it I don't oh know. Whatever. ui is different i but yeah, I don't want to hold up the podcast or anything over a photo of my dog. <laughs> oh, we've just been flowing. We've just been going. We've just been... What are you doing later today? Nothing. Nothing? Yeah. A whole I've lot of nothing. A whole lot of nothing. Yeah. Especially because, I don't know, my school is just like really kind of like decided to like, oh, maybe you have time to relax. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you don't need to suffer. <laughs> maybe you don't need to suffer. That's nice. Yeah. I... um. I, the only thing that I do have to do is I have to make an Instagram post for my class because we're starting this new project where we have to post like a new like project every day for 30 days. Whoa. Mm-hmm. It's going to a little, it's going to be a little intense. That's have, when does that start? Um, it starts today. I haven't posted it yet. Oh yeah. But if you're interested in seeing those projects <laughs> shout out yes yeah follow my instagram at mr sketchbook mr dot sketchbook how about we just pull that up might as well we're mm-hmm. here we're here we're queer you know let's listen to a podcast and that's like their slogan it's hilarious hopefully i texted them on instagram to schedule a podcast they haven't said anything yet i'm waiting 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 yeah but um what was I going to say? Yeah, but it's uh, Mr. Dot Sketchbook. And my what I'm going to do is make like custom fonts for 30 days. And so I guess we're going to have to see what that, how that's going to go. But it's, it's going to be tough. I can tell that it's going to be really tough because... Custom fonts for 30 days? 30 yeah, days. 30 days. Mm-hmm. And I can tell it's just going to be really tough because... Um, right, right there just looking you up oh yeah boom um like i kind of already have examples Mr. on there Sketchbook, a little bit Andre gonzalez the stickers are on there mm-hmm. yeah check this guy out especially if you're not if you're not watching oh i uh we put we pulled this up in a podcast well i was talking to care you we pull up this one this is so cool thank you this i don't know thank how, you how'd you do it um, can the magi- magician reveal the secrets? Yes, I can uh, reveal my secrets. Um, the cool thing is, is that the layer with the clown side, um, I didn't actually do face paint. That's all. Um, that's all Photoshop. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I didn't even paint my face. That was all Photoshop. I just different layer effects and just. Um, Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, it's crazy just like how much you can do on that app. And um, 
then it's it was kind of inspired by this artist called Ian Woods. I don't know if you've ever seen him. Ian Woods? Are they on Instagram? Uh-huh. Should I pull them up? Yeah, sure. Okay. But okay. Um, he does a lot of like collage, collage work. And um, I was just really inspired by that. And I'm just, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. this guy. And um, I, I think it's just really cool the way he like layers faces together and stuff. Kind of creating this whole abstract kind of look. And so that's kind of what I was trying to channel with that one clown portrait mm-hmm. with like double sided. It was like this assignment where we had to make um, a creative self portrait and we we made it all within the same class period and then had to present it. Mm-hmm. Isn't that so cool? I really enjoy scrap, uh, scrap, uh, collage, collage. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> collage work. Mm hmm. There's, there's some... Whether it be actually... Sorry for cutting off. Actually physically or or, or digitally. Mm -hmm. They're all awesome. Yeah. I have a feeling that this is uh, physical, which is even cooler. This is physical. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling. It looks like it, but you never know. I mean, you thought that I painted my face when I really didn't, so who knows? (laughs) (laughs) The artist doesn't reveal their secrets. (laughs) But, like, there's some especially where it's really trippy. Whoa. Where, yeah, exactly. Oh, the Walter White? What the? What the? Where oh. you don't really know where, like, one face starts and the other one ends. Like, it's so cool. Yeah, go check out that artist. The Walter White Jesse Mix. Yeah, check this guy out. Ian Woods as well. Mm-hmm. Really cool stuff. Oh, well, Tyler. Mm-hmm. This one. Whoa, whoa, that one's really creepy. The ring light eyes. Yeah, that always kind of bugs me when people, like YouTubers or anybody, and they, they're just talking into a camera, but yeah. they have the ring light situated. Like, I mean, I could do with that one where they situate it right in the middle of the ring light, which is the purpose. Mm-hmm. But then you see their eyes. It's, it's a little distracting. It's a little bit scary looking. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I want to see scary looking, but. Mm -hmm. um uh i think stuff up again yeah but i don't know i just like doing a variety of stuff like that that photoshop kind of thing was really funny uh because my sister told me um because i i'm really happy my sisters do this but they do a lot of promo for me (laughs) nice (laughs) uh they always show my stuff off to my friends so like Shout out to my sisters because, like, they're always really supportive of me, which is really nice. Oh, speaking uh-huh. of sisters, I need to post something for my sister. She does lashes. This isn't the promotion. This is, oh. <laughs> I got to post it on my Instagram. <laughs> but I, I guess this is promotion now. You should, uh, you should book with her. She's having a sale for the month of October. Mm-hmm. I should totally Maybe. do that. This episode is sponsored by <laughs> my sister. Mm-hmm. By Torres Lashes. Let me pull up your other... Yeah, their Instagram here. No worries, design. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they're promoting, they're promoting both your personal stuff and then your mm-hmm. business. My business, mm-hmm. if you will. My business, if you will. Yeah, it's 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 small. It's little right now. Um, I wish I can dedicate more time to it, and I plan on doing more for it in the future. Um, but it's mainly something that I like isolate to the summertime yeah. because I get so swamped with homework that like, that's the only time that I have for it is in the summer. 
um, and like just making all the screens and all the designs like it's time consuming and like it's it's like difficult to balance that with like homework and stuff yeah and so being a consistent just artist of, and and selling your art though mm-hmm. that's a big thing yeah mm-hmm. so i know i think it's this this helps me sell my art because um like when i make like one of a kind individual pieces like my paintings and stuff mm-hmm. i feel so protective over them <laughs> like I'll have family members that'll be like, oh, you should sell that. Or like, you should think of selling that. I'm like, no, I poured so much like heart into that. Like I could never think of like selling it. There's no way. That's the true suffering. Letting go of something you love. I know. And it's like, I can't do it. But like with this, it's like the screen, like I could put it on a t-shirt and like, yeah, it's, it's, I could replicate it and like have other people enjoy it too. So that's, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Someone that I've had on here, Beyonce, 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 <laughs> best role. She has her own brand and uh, called Unity, but they do more like drops. And I, I kind of like the drops as a drops way of business of doing clothes because the majority of the time it is, you know, one or small group of people that help so you kind of like either you build up your inventory over time or like Mm -hmm. throughout your time at school you can maybe get in a few digital art designs that you could throw together and like hmm all right let these let these marinate until the spring and then maybe start making it making the clothes and then summer sell it Mm -hmm. yeah because Mm -hmm. then it, it keeps people not back to Marvel, but it keeps it the way that their schedule was, was every three to four months, they would drop a movie and that mm-hmm. would keep people engaged. Like it was, they had it down. They had, they have it down to a science. And mm-hmm. that's what I like about drops. People do seasonal drops, you know, over time, you, you know, kind of eliminate the amount of time between drops. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. you know, that's just because more people are buying your stuff and are interested in what you do. Yeah. I think, um, definitely it creates anticipation as well because like one of the things that like inspired me to start this well two things um was like golf wing from tyler the creator and also um uh dead boys club dead boys club yeah mm -hmm. if you well cavity do you know cavity remember yeah Yeah, cavity well before they became cavity there they were two brands individually so it was dead boys club and uh i think it was rusty spit um so they had their own brands individually before they united and made cavity and um dead boys club it was just like it almost made it like real and it's like that looks like something i can do so like it kind of inspired me to to make my own screen prints and like make like put it onto t-shirts the first thing that i made was like um i had messaged uh Haley and was like oh like how did you make that t-shirt um it was like a painting that she had made and put on a t-shirt mm-hmm. she's like oh it's just iron-ons i'm like that's so easy i can do that and so that's like if you scroll to the bottom like that's how i made the the tote bag like that was like the first thing that i had made and i was pretty excited um, you know, tote bags are cool. I like I like a good tote bag. Mm-hmm. I don't own a tote bag, 
but I like Quicktober. I wanted to. I went to Joe Jenkins' friend show, and I wanted to carry a tote bag because I was carrying around these vinyls, and I was like, I need something to put it in. Mm-hmm. It's like the perfect tote bags are nice. I have so many tote bags now; it's a little bit ridiculous, to be honest. <laughs> but like, I I kind of want to go back to it because because they're so popular. Like, everyone has tote bags, and like, I feel like you get a new design for everything. Simple, nothing every kind crazy. Of Every kind of outfit, every kind of mood, just have a different tote bag. Or at least that's how I do it sometimes. <laughs> I I wanted to talk to Cavity, both Ethan and Haley, on a podcast and, you know, talk about that, about them coming together mm-hmm. and making their joint brand. And, you know, unfortunately, just it didn't work out. But I finally got to speak to them for a little bit. But that's where we met. We met at the Cavity Going Away show. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, I mean, that's what they told me. They're like, ah, we're gonna be leaving soon like we're doing a lot in preparation to leave to seattle mm-hmm. oh, huge Damn, move. that is huge that is, yeah. that's, that's a big move mm-hmm. and it was just kind of crazy to see like at the well you were at the event just like how many people like they were able to like impact yeah just like how many people were like oh you inspired me to do this you inspired me to do that like i was right there with them like like Haley kind of inspired me to do no worries you know and just like, I think that's really inspiring. It's like that's something that I want to do. Is like genuinely touched. Yeah, just like. Well, I think you are I, doing that with your. I mean, with the club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now it's a little bit focused on school, but that's. I mean, that's. that's where you network, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get any of the Instagrams after the little workshop? Oh, um, yeah. I or social no, media. No Instagrams, like but I. I was just like, oh, if you ever need help or like. Just feel free to reach out to me on the Discord. Like, I'm always available. On the Discord. <laughs> on the club Discord. Ooh. And it's like, I, I just really want to, like, do my best to help other people. Because it just feels nice. You yeah. know, it feels so rewarding. Like, um, I had one of my club members message me um, and asking, like, oh, like, how do I change my major? Because I'm trying to officially become graphic design major. I'm like, I got you. I know exactly where that is. And it just felt so nice. Because Come to the dingy looking buildings. We'll get you squared away. <laughs> we get you squared away. <laughs> just this little hidden por- corner on their website. Here's the form. Uh, Go get him. <laughs> Go get him. Go. Mm-hmm. And at the very next meeting, he was like, oh, like, thanks so much for helping me find that. And it's just like, it felt so nice. I'm like, I'm so glad that I can Hell yeah. help somebody. And, like, another person messaged me the other day and was like, uh, oh, do you um, do you have any tips for, like, interviews? I'm like, oh, like, here's what you can do. And, like, just, like, know how to explain, like, your work. Like, show that you, you're good with a team. Like, uh-huh. like, I don't know, just trying to give, like, my best advice. I do terrible with the team. I'm terrible at time management. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> desperate for this job desperate honestly i don't know why i'm here <laughs> honestly i'm i'm having a stroke <laughs> <laughs> it's okay we've all been there i'm surprised i haven't done that as much on here oh you've been amazing oh thank you i appreciate that Cause like I was, I was to be honest, I was a little bit nervous. I'm like, what if I just have nothing to talk about? Just nothing. But like, I don't know. How long has it been? 
Oh, wow. Hour 20, hour 26, 28, something like that. Mm-hmm. Just flowing, just going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three hour podcasts get ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I'm planning on recording tomorrow with Kira, who is at, who performed at the, at the show. Oh. Yeah. I don't know when that's going to come out though. So unfortunately I, un- I hopefully don't kind of like, I kind of like to keep whoever I have like a secret before it comes out. So I might, this one probably will come out like next week and that one will be like two weeks later, which sucks. Cause I wanted to get back to doing two a week, hmm. which I did for a little bit, but I just been, I've been making just like shorter vlogs, which has been fun. Yeah. I, have, I have a lot of fun doing that. Uh, I spend, a, yeah, I spend a lot less time editing, but those are usually the ones where I stay up way too late editing. Mm. Even even though I spend less time <laughs> overall editing the video, there's just a lot of creative juices that are flowing. It's like, you know, three in the morning and I'm like, I got to get this out. I got to <laughs> get it out by Wednesday. So uh, it's just kind of like the the self-talk of, you're not on the schedule that you used to be before because uh, there was for a period of time I was doing two a week. Mm-hmm. But I'm intense. having fun. Yeah, that's good. Um, well, I think I think that's a pretty normal thing to like have one a week. Uh, it, that, that is very standard podcast scheduling. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. How do you how do you feel about the podcast? I know I was a little, talking a little bit like helping people. Like, how how do you feel like about your podcast? Like. I think it's pretty good. Huh? I think I think a lot of it is like the way I feel about it is based on if I have people scheduled like if I know I'm going to talk to someone new every time because I I like doing these and like it's just talking to people even if it's just my friends like I'll get real squirmish you said you were starting to hang out with friends which is really good like that is a good foundation to have people you genuinely talk to and so if it's someone new that's even more exciting because sometimes you don't know what the hell is going to happen and sometimes i don't even know what's going to happen you know the next words that come out of my mouth and sometimes i'll see some stupid dumb things and you know you, you know we all do it's just like all in the moment type and to capture that is is awesome so i think now hitting a new stride of being comfortable putting out like vlogs as well because i think that for some reason that feels a little bit more personal though even Mm. though they're sometimes really short Mm. i think it's a little bit more expressive because the podcast can at least the way i edit them is a bit cookie cutter i mean a lot of the creative things that happen are what's spoken about during the podcast Mm. so Mm -hmm. yeah like are the, the vlogs is just you then? So like it's just like a mm-hmm. spotlight then. Yeah, mm. but in the podcast, it's just me. I'm I'm trying to like tell everybody this person is cool. Check out all their shit. Hey, like I'm, I'm cool. trying to I'm trying to put people. I'm I'm you know I put people on a pedestal. I guess I don't you know <laughs> ego. Anyway, uh, but seriously, like I thought they were cool. I want to have them on. Everybody should follow them. Everybody should you know just check them out. Yeah, I think that's a really cool thing to do. Yeah, because, like, um, uh, at our school, Danny Trejo, 
Machete. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. He was he was there and he gave a talk at our school. And it was just a, like a really inspiring thing because he was like everything that I've done, like everything successful that I've done has been a result of helping somebody else, which is like really cool to hear. And I feel like you're doing that. Like I, I was looking at all the different people that you're interviewing and it's like different artists, different. I think just that's a really cool kind of platform to make. Mm-hmm. The majority of people are artists. Those are, tend to be the people that want to get there, just promote themselves sometimes. You know, sometimes they will hit me up themselves. A lot of the times it is me reaching out to other people. So whenever, like I said, the way I feel about the podcast, you know, I'm not feeling too hot. It's like sometimes that it's not me getting upset over somebody ghosting me or just not replying. It's it's just like, oh, wow, I'm not, I'm not talking to anybody right now. This sucks. <laughs> it's like I know there's cool people out there who would who would you know love to just talk about nonsense for a long time <laughs> and then maybe promote their stuff. <laughs> yeah, because some mm-hmm. people do. Sometimes sometimes people come in here, go off the rails, and then they'll be like, "I didn't talk about my music the entire time. I didn't even promote my album that's coming out <laughs> tomorrow." And I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I was like, we were just having fun. <laughs> yeah. I know, I feel like that's just happening right now. The whole time we were talking about MCU and stuff, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I have an art Instagram. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. I, I do stuff. I make stuff. <laughs> I take a lot of inspiration from specifically artists that do music, which I think I've talked. Uh, I've talked. Uh, how do I put it? The majority of my podcasts are people that make music, and they seem to be pretty tight-knit community Hmm. uh, especially those that kind of have formed collectives and then i talk to individuals of those collectives and then sometimes together Hmm. and like what i've learned is just if you like something repost it we all live our lives on social media the majority of us so if you like something just repost it if you think it's cool repost it you know the retweet thing i was telling you before the podcast started that i don't like using twitter but sometimes I, i have to Mm-hmm. yeah i don't know there's just something like almost like a little pat on the back or like it feels special when like somebody reposts something from you just like oh wow like you liked it so much that like you're gonna repost it like that's so nice yeah it's not it's not an ego thing like oh like this is my whole existence the only reason why i post is to get the retweets and the likes but mm-hmm. like the validation that's what it is mm-hmm. but it's the appreciation though Mm-hmm. yeah i definitely feel that like i don't know i, I try I, I try to do that sometimes with my stories where it's like um i know recently i was inspired by somebody that oh, i knew him from like way back like even since elementary school and like he's doing like from a lot of film box. stuff yeah from the sandbox yeah <laughs> <laughs> from and uh, like he's doing like film stuff now and it's like he made like a short film so freaking cool i'm like duh repost <laughs> duh and yeah then, yeah and then Simple. Like, he's Simple. like working with sublime or something i'm like damn repost like you're going crazy like mm-hmm. this is awesome and it's like it's like i want to reach that kind of level i don't know how i'm gonna get there but it's like i want to i want to reach that in some sort of way i don't know yeah that seems to be very common of people they just want to you know they 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 want to be successful at the things they do and when they when they when they you know do become very successful and there's a lot of eyes on them 
now it's finally time to to give back because even you're like like I said the struggling artist uh you're you're barely able to put out your own music your own art because there's a lot of other you know bullshit in your life and just a <laughs> life yeah yeah mm-hmm. definitely I mean I just kind of talked about it right now like I can't even do much at least right now with no worries because of school yeah and it's like they really like drill you down at school like mm-hmm. like project after project after project and so like after semester is over I'm like did all the ideas that I had like leave my brain now like like I feel like the tank is empty squeezed out like a sponge wrung out like a towel <laughs> uh, my brain feels like a raisin <laughs> <laughs> yeah my sister when she was doing uh she was in soccer for college she explained to me that they would have to do study hours so they would spend all this time training uh, going to school training practice but then they have to do these study hours or else they couldn't be on the team oh and i was like what the hell she's like yeah we'd have to do many hours so it's just and she would say the locker room's right here and the library study room that we could log our hours in is right next to it so you're not leaving the school like that's what they want you to do they don't want you to work to have another job to have other endeavors wow and that that is a very uh i guess matter of fact of saying it but i was like that is shitty that sucks that is awful don't do that to students and people like mm-hmm. yeah definitely. I don't know, what if you get straight a's and you just don't log your study hours there's got to be some sort of responsibility you give them like that is your own responsibility to do your homework and shit yeah mm-hmm. i mean it was crazy to me when people had jobs in high school i was like you really you're really just doing that like you're re- like mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know i don't know you really just going to clock into retail like after yeah after after school yeah i mean like i feel like there's two sides of the coin for that like there's people who just like want the extra cash oh of course and there is some people that like really really needed to go work and like it's just like it's so tough like just how much we have to deal with like just have to balance and like i think um i forgot who was talking about this but it's like that is so true. It's like we have so much pressure on ourselves to succeed. It's like people are already asking you what you're going to major in, what you're going to do for the rest of your life when you're in middle school. Like that's terrifying to think about. Like it's it's so much pressure to put under on to somebody. And then on top of that, one of my biggest pet peeves is like when there's no consideration for like your real life that you have outside of this stuff like for example with that 30-day project um Mm. this professor is like um it's gonna be really hard it's gonna be really difficult i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sugarcoat it but you guys are great designers and i know you can do it and i'm like okay (laughs) okay okay Okay. The 30-day projects project. Like, thank you. You believe in me. Great. And um, it's just like, sure, like, we're required to do it. And I'm going to, 
like I'm a bit of a tryhard to be honest. So like I'm going to do it anyways, like because I want to set myself up for success. But it's like the this idea of like, like I my work that I'm giving you is at the center of the universe. I don't care about your other classes. I don't care about the job you're doing. And it's just like another layer of pressure. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just so, so many like turn points where it's like pressure, 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 pressure. And it's hard to find relief. Yeah. In it's, the uh, it's, all that. it's finding the balance because sometimes, many times, put it metaphorically, diamonds are created under pressure. I mean, people that just do hard work and labor, like really struggled in life, like they're dirt freaking poor and then they succeed, you know, like mm -hmm. just, you know, they're superstars and then freak athletes and things like that. And that is a very small percentage though. Yeah. Like that's that you can't, that, you can't come out of that. That is hard. Mm -hmm. That is very true. Um, if you don't mind me asking, what's, what's your background? My background. Yeah. Like Mexican My story. Or, yeah, Mexican. Yeah. Mexican. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, I don't know if you experienced this too, but like, I feel like there's, it's definitely part of the culture too, where it's like, like that kind of hustle and like, when like when everyone's putting in a hundred percent you have to put in a hundred and ten percent and i feel like this um it's like something very cultural like put into yeah. it like my dad always brought me up thinking like like that where it's like you gotta like if you want it you gotta put in the effort he would he would say like if you're gonna be a janitor be the best damn janitor that's out there and like my grandpa every time like we leave like my grandpa's house he'll be like Echele ganas siempre. And like, y sigue adelante. What is that? It means like, put everything you got and come out ahead. Like, it's just like this this culture where it's like, it's, you got to hustle, you know? Yeah, the hustle culture of you always have to have a side hustle, which is a little weird. When I was working at UPS and then, you know, that's what I was doing. I remember thinking, I mean, this isn't what I want to do for the rest of my life, obviously, but there's not much else going on right now, so I'm going to be good at it. Like, I'm not going to, like, just be malicious and, I don't know, steal time, I guess. But shit on company time, all right? I will say that. Do that, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Lose track. Uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I think um, something, too, is, like, yeah, I think that that's like, I don't know if that's like a Mexican cultural kind of thing or like even just like American cultural in general. It's a, but like it's a capitalist thing, a capitalist thing. Also that where it's like, you just got to be going, going, going all the time. You got to monetize everything, which is like an interesting thing about interesting thing to think about in terms of art as well, because like art is something that I really enjoy and do like to bring me joy and like to relax myself but then at the same time i'm training to make that my job so then like yes. the thing that was my hobby my passion is almost becoming interlinked with what's gonna keep me alive you know mm. and it's like another whole hustle culture capitalist i just put out a clip with 
Joe Jank and Nojay, where they were talking about how they were talking about music, they do music, and that music isn't a business, but unfortunately it is any type of art. If you want to be, if you want to be successful, people often, you know, relate the term success with like money. And that's the thing that uh, uh, makes you a living. I think I'm saying that right. So mm-hmm. when I was working at UPS and then I started the podcast while I was, you know, while I was working and like that was, that shit was crazy. I would work and then I would record on sun, uh, Saturdays and Sundays and I would, you know, after working at night and then I'd come here and then I would work out and then just in time to record a podcast. But I was, I was having fun though, right? Cause I was finally doing what I actually loved after, yeah. after the, um, after kind of being beat down by UPS of like, oh, it's a new job, meeting new people, uh, kind of lost the sparkle, I guess. And I was like, oh, I'm just making money now. And then you said really like, oh, this probably costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I bought all this with my UPS money. <laughs> I know. Because um, they were still, they were like, uh, they were still kind of giving us bonuses for like working in the pandemic. And during the pandemic, all of the, all the shipping, big shipping um, companies, FedEx, U, uh, USPS, Amazon, I mean, UPS runs 30% of Amazon mm. product. Oh, really? I didn't know that. So, mm. a, yeah, so a third of their, crap we're <laughs> you know crap. we're sorting and then we're you know we're shipping and stuff like that so you know we're getting extra money because people are buying more stuff online anyway yeah I, I i don't know it's work is a very interesting thing like like just putting in so much so much to sometimes not get the return that you want and it's like not even crumbs not even crumbs uh so it's so like i mean take your father's advice take your grandfather's advice mm -hmm. and you know work hard don't be a don't be a shithead you know (laughs) don't like don't don't Mm -hmm. don't be mean to other people Mm -hmm. uh corporate america we all know uh but as soon as as soon as your shift is over leave go don't Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of times people don't get the time, like you said, to themselves to really think. Meditating is a really good practice of, put it simply, not do anything, just doing nothing, nothing at all. Sometimes I forget. Sometimes after mm-hmm. I, I I like to meditate, after I do a big edit, I'm sitting there for hours in the chair. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, all right, I'm done. Hit render. I'm going to, you know, this video is going to be done in about five hours. Let me grab, no, let me grab my phone. Oh. Like, why did I do that? It's so gross. So mm-hmm. I'll just sitting here and like meditate and I'll hear the fans of the computer blowing really loud, but just take the time to do nothing though. Mm-hmm. Even if you do have a hobby or a side hustle that you're really passionate about that gives you a lot of joy in life. Mm-hmm. Try to try to take time to just like not do anything, just breathe, smell roses, touch grass. You know, mm-hmm. that's honestly so true because I have like a really bad habit of like whenever there's downtime or anything like bad habit, e- bad habit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> or, <laughs> or I just I just go onto my phone 
Yeah. And like, I just get sucked into my phone and it's like, it's doing nothing, but it's not really doing nothing, you know? So like, I really have to get into the habit of like, when I really don't have anything to do, just don't do it. Like, especially with the phone where it's like, that damn phone, okay? Because <laughs> uh, even when we do have free time, we want to fill it with like very productive things so people get hustle culture again. Mm-hmm. Culture, they will start doing their side hustle, side things. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, this is the thing that's going to it's gonna make me money. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, slow down. Slow down. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you're passionate about it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it because eventually you won't have to work your 9 to 5 because they suck. Mm-hmm. but breathe yeah. i think it was, i think it's just a really cool thing um how sometimes i can like develop into like the thing that you do like um i don't know oh well these stickers that i had made i had them made by a cousin of mm-hmm. mine um if you want to check her out uh lily rose crafts room um she made those stickers for me and she used to be a nurse yeah, a nurse, or she was working at in the hospital, and like, Lily, uh, Lily, how do you spell Lily? L i l l y l y Rose, like the flower, Rose, just and like then, that. Yeah, oh, the second one, second one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like she was working in a hospital, and like you know, yeah. nurses they work long hours, and I could only imagine getting to be in that position as well. Took a very long time to be a nurse. Yeah, and like she started off with like um making tumblers like um wrap putting, like putting vinyl on dessert. like yeah. starbucks cups and stuff and then she kind of like evolved into selling her mm. own glitter and so oh look at my sticker there it is not the corn kid the, the corn kid why didn't why didn't she use the bad habits <laughs> I don't know. Corn, I, corn corn kid was just popping. Maybe she didn't know, but um, <laughs> but yeah, she made those for me, and like now she, her business is popping yeah. from like tumble. Oh, yeah. this the, yeah from this making, is her machine. Yeah, mm-hmm. <gasps> that thing is huge. Oh, it's this thing so, is so cool. expensive. Oh, Roland, uh, uh, vinyl, vinyl maker, cutter is, is or something. If you know cricket, like cricket machines. Yeah, it's like it's like a cricket machine, but on steroids jacked it's huge except it's five three thousand dollars and like i could only imagine that must have costed a pretty penny but like she can do that now like she doesn't even work as a nurse anymore like wow. she is doing this business and i that's so cool and so inspiring and then like well, that's insane she's doing like three different designs on one sweep mm-hmm. every t- wow mm-hmm. I, it's just so cool to see and then especially it being like your own family member like doing something creative and making a business out of it like that's really cool to me especially like um not really having any other creative people in my family as well Mm -hmm. um just like seeing something like this is so cool like um that's so cool cool. we're looking at a little uh horror themed tumblr tumblr uh, vinyl Mm -hmm. rep really cool wow um, Pennywise, all of them. Yeah, like all of my family is like, um, especially like my dad and my uncles like work the more like hard labor kind of jobs. Like the, um, my dad does air conditioning. My uncle does cars. 
Um, another does welding. Another does uh, electricity. Yeah. Like my dad's an electrician. So, I don't know where I got the creativity from. Who even knows where that came from? But like, it just kind of happened that way. And so it was kind of inspiring to see like the fact that she's doing this. You know, like doing like a creative kind of job. It's like I can like like I can make it. Like that's it, it, cool. It is very inspiring. I think people do need to go through. Anybody though, anybody needs to go through struggle. And I'm not saying like if you're, I don't know, if, if you're like freaking rich or something, like make yourself poor, but put oh. yourself through <laughs> hard work. Yeah. Oh my god. We, we were watching a video right now of her. She was of the when she got the vinyl machine. It is huge. It wouldn't fit through the door, so they had to stick it through the window. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Like. <laughs> that's a crazy project <laughs> anyway like put like put yeah. your like put yourself through struggle like even just meditation mm -hmm. of, of of putting yourself in a in a mindset and be grateful for the things that you have and that you have such a creative drive to even mm -hmm. even want to you know take take on other endeavors yeah i think yeah i mean nothing nothing oh, these are popular this is cool mm -hmm. that's cool oh uh, what, what are they called? a starbucks cup bedazzled starbucks cup it's in the cow print mm -hmm. yeah. I, I don't think like you you're never really gonna m get to somewhere without some sort of struggle yeah and like with her you know she'd probably going through nursing and then switching to this is probably a struggle so like there's always a struggle and, i think like, it's essentially necessary mm -hmm. and i think it's probably important to like not let that discourage you like you got to go through some pain before you get to like the the good stuff, you know, the gold, you know, that meme mm -hmm. where the guy's digging with a pickaxe and he stops, but the diamonds are right behind where he stopped. No, I never you that. <laughs> if you know, you know, if you know, you know, the girls who girl, girl, <laughs> <laughs> and the, the people that don't and the girls who girl in goring. <laughs> <laughs> wait yeah but i'm still not it's it's not even mine it's from tiktok <laughs> well tiktok you you sometimes you sometimes come up with some funny stuff mm -hmm. some funny things i don't use tiktok i don't watch TikTok. i i post a lot on tiktok really some of mm. my most successful posts have been on tiktok mm. but i can't do it no I can't. Mm. sometimes i'll go and i will look at my friends post i'll go through their profiles it's like instagram i like instagram i like seeing what my friends post and i'll go through but so, sometimes a lot of it is just shit posting so i'm like i didn't need to watch your post man <laughs> <laughs> it was funny though mm -hmm. it was cool yeah i don't know T <laughs> tiktok double-edged sword I'm low. I'm Social low key media. addicted to it, and it's bad. But um, I watch it for my job because I have to stay, like, know the trends. Because I I handle the social media for the clinic at CSUF, the student wellness, mm -hmm. and so I make like their Instagram posts, but I also like make their TikToks and their reels, and so like I have to be, like, up with the trends to like know exactly what I need to make. And it's fun, but it's like it's just feeding into my TikTok and addiction, yeah. and it's not great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me, me saying, "Oh, I have to post. I need social media." Like, I don't really need it 
for maybe I only need it for like two days out of the week. Other than that, I don't need to be on it. But mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I just, I I need to I I need to have it on my. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need oh. to know everybody's stories. Where are they? I I need to know. Are they alive? <laughs> bad, 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 bad. I know. I try. And, uh, I think I have like I have like certain things that I won't do. So like that's the TikTok thing. I'll try not to look at people's stories. I don't like anything. I don't like anybody's post. Hmm. But you know, yeah, I I will repost it. I'll put it on. I'll put it on my own story. Like if I see a post, I like it, and I'll like repost it. But. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Weird, just weird things I try to do and I know. Still mm-hmm. waste time. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> bad. Like and like I I like it's the funny thing is like I acknowledge how bad it is, but at the same time like it's like social media is terrible, it's crap. And I'm like on my phone is tweeting like, so. that social media is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't even use Twitter though because yeah. I deleted it a long time ago. Black screen, don't bad, talk bad, to bad. me, only real ones know. <laughs> no. If you have my number, don't text me either. Don't text me. Only the real ones know. Ah, oh, that's so funny. It's it's always funny like seeing um seeing somebody post something where like I'm going through it, like blah, blah, whatever, you know? Uh-huh. And you text them, like you reach out and like, "All right, like are you okay? Like if you do you need anything?" Like yeah. and I'm like no. Or like I don't want to talk about it, or like whatever. Or they just oh I'm good. Or I'm just I'll like shake. I'm good. I was just about whatever. It. And it's like okay. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is weird when people post a lot of their truly unfiltered thoughts of like like mental illness on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, it's like if you're if you're doing that to reach out, then you can text someone individually or mm-hmm. i don't know it's, I don't it's know. Not, you know not even like mental illness but sometimes it's just their personal life of just personal shit that's going on yeah the notes app the notes app kind of screenshots oh, yeah no. <laughs> i see those no, like, i didn't need to know about your breakup story and then like they were they were cheating on you with your mom and then like they took your dog is that real and then no oh okay i thought i was like well who do you know (laughs) 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 no that's crazy yeah i but things like that i didn't really need to know this i didn't really need to know it i know it's yeah but just in general like social media is such a double-edged sword that it's like you just need to manage it yeah just manage it it's not like it's not the devil it's not that demon you know like mm -hmm. it's curating things that you want to watch so if you watch bs it's going to give you more bs so mm-hmm. you know maybe maybe try not to scroll past the motivational speech maybe i maybe i don't i don't like watching those though. i don't know i <laughs> i just remember i don't know it was really corny in one of my classes my professor like showed us a motivational video like one of those hustle and grind kind of yeah. videos where it's like different shots of like athletes. I'm like, I got to wake up in the morning and blah, 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 <laughs> punching in bags and like running up hills. And I'm like, and I'm just thinking like we're graphic designers. Like we're, we're at our desks. <laughs> Why are you showing this hustle and grind video? It was really funny, but like, that, different, that you know, I great. mean, maybe you could have found like a different video. 
of something that's like inspiring of like I was you know I got hired to do this graphic design job and just kind of like showing a struggle or something like that and mm-hmm. they come out of the end and it's some beautiful beautiful thing that they made and Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But like this whole I don't know. It was so funny to see. And <laughs> it's I don't know. It like I guess it's a good message, but I, it's just really ironic and funny to see because it's like we're let's be honest, some it's hard it's hard work, yes. <laughs> it takes a lot of creativity, it takes a lot of imagination and a lot of skill, but like at the end of the day, we're at our desk. You're not running a marathon. We're not running a marathon. I was, when I was in wrestling, there was uh, one person specifically, but a few people, they would, before a meet, they would, or a tournament, they would watch, like, a motivational speech. They would just, like, <laughs> watch it. I'm like, okay, man. All right, man. If it works. Oh, if it works for you. <laughs> I mean, I get it. They're all just, you know, I mean, this is uh, uh, pretty much definition of jock big old dude i mean this guy was a stud and just watching motivational videos now i'm like you know what maybe that's what i'm doing wrong maybe i should not listen to mariah carey before a match like maybe that shouldn't be my warm-up that could i don't know I, i'd maybe, say that's valid maybe i shouldn't be listening to clara on the bus like on the way over there there's <laughs> just a little bit of mariah carey oh, fantasy the God. song that was a bop it's just right before you're wrestling me and you're good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But that professor was really funny because like he would always start class with like a motivational speech. He was just that kind of guy. And one of the speeches that he kind of gave was really funny to me. He was like, you always got to change up your routine. And he was like pointing us out like, did you park in the same spot that you parked yesterday? Like, I bet you did. And yeah, like, yeah. he's like, you always have to change things up change the route you go to school, change this, change that. He's like, I change my routine by taking cold showers. <laughs> oh, no. There's cold, the cold shower guy. The cold shower. I'm like, the cold shower. Okay. <laughs> That's me. But but I, to- I totally you get like it. like cold showers? I'm the cold shower guy. I've, I've become reborn. I've been taking cold showers for the past, past two months, and I've reached a million subscribers in those two months. <laughs> no, I, I, I do, I do like it though. I, I do genuinely like taking cold showers, but uh, no, it's like, it's like one of those things where you like preaching about the wrong things. Uh, yeah, barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> barking up the wrong tree. Are you sitting in the same desks as you were yesterday? Yes, because I saw you and I was here. No, the funny thing is, is that. He actually made us change our seats one day or actually during that same speech was like, let's let's try and exercise and change seats because mm-hmm. for some reason there's like an, an unspoken rule where like if you find your seat in class, like it it's college, there's no seating chart. But like once you have your seat, like that's it. You're just going to stay there for the rest of the year. <laughs> Pretty much. And it was it was really funny because he made us do that. And then the very next day, we just went back to our seats that we had before. <laughs> and yeah, there's there's a we're we're human we're creatures we're you know humans of patterns we like it. There's just some creatures things that, of habit. I wish I there's some things we like doing, mm-hmm. and we just, yeah, it's, it's okay. Just mm-hmm. you know, make good habits, 
take cold showers. They are good for you. You know, I am going to be that guy right now. You know, <laughs> go outside every once in a while. It's, it's kind of nice. Mm -hmm. Do some yoga. Have you I ever tried yoga? Have you ever tried it? Mm -hmm. In wrestling, we had a, our, one of our coaches was a yoga instructor. Mm. And they would, they had a, what's it called? A, a studio. Mm -hmm. for for yoga and so whenever we would want he would let us go in for free and we would Whoa. like do hot yoga and like all, all all types of things that was that was fun that was cool he doesn't do it anymore unfortunately he was cool he was good no I've... so a lot of that a lot of that knowledge i still do now it's it's now more just i do stretching you guys should stretch every day that's important if you're sitting at your desk all day like stretch get up walk around <laughs> mm -hmm. preaching here but come on uh-huh like it's just important it's just like i got better sleep because i would stretch for 10 minutes before i went to bed mm, that's interesting <laughs> yeah i it's so it's it's adding another thing to the balance yeah of like yeah, yeah yeah you got your job you got your school you got this now let's go stretch and honestly you kind of need it like um, I'm taking a yoga class like right between when I get off of work and then right before I get back into class. Nice. Mm -hmm. And it's yoga is deceivingly hard. You didn't think so? Uh -huh. No, no, oh. I'm, I'm agreeing. I'm just saying like, <laughs> like I'm not I'm nodding my head. No, because I remember and I don't want to do it again. I do. I really do. It's one of those things. It's not running a marathon. But it's it's not just sitting on a couch. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that it's easy, but like, yeah, it's just go out and do it. Yeah, it's just like the way you see it on movies or whatever. It looks just like so zen and stuff. But like, <laughs> like the like I started going to the class and it's like you. It really tests your balance and stuff. And like, it's pretty. It's pretty good. Like it actually gets me out of my seat. And like doing something, which is nice. Um, and at the same time, too, while it's like you do those more intense moves, like like we had one where we had a balance on like one foot and like doing a warrior and your, doing, your arms are out. Doing warrior and you see like other people around you that are just like pros at it. Old like, people, too. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I know. And I'm like. It's not fair. <laughs> if she can do it, then like I can do it. There's this like this old this um older lady in the class who's just like killing it and I'm like almost falling over. But there's which is like but I feel like it's a good thing to like actually put yourself out there and like cuz like eventually you're just going to get good at it, you know? And then to like at the very end of the class, it's so nice because um the instructor changes the music into something so calm and you just lie there and like just hear the music like just kind of not think about anything and then at the very end she'll t bring out this like little bowl and just start like ding a singing bowl ding yeah and just like really calmly like I can feel now, it everybody listening now everyone close your eyes bring your energy back to center as you slowly return to your body, breathe in, notice where you are. And it's just, it feels so good. It feels so good. If you haven't tried yoga yet, do it now. 
some breathing exercises. Everybody listening right now, do three deep breaths. I'm being serious. Two more, and you will probably feel a lot calmer. Not probably, you will. Mm-hmm. They always have nice. They always have nice voices. Me not being calm, almost knocking over my water. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they always have. Yeah, I, okay, so that I mean, my coach who was also a yoga instructor, you know, yelling at us on the mat sometimes. Yeah, and, and he would, and you could tell. I mean, he was a yoga instructor. He was super chill. He was really relaxed. But when mm-hmm. it was when it was time to chew some kids out, <laughs> you know, chew some sixteen year olds out for for not doing something or this that or the other oh he gave it to you really yeah mm. which what? is good i think it's like yoga is like you, you do all the hard work right and you know at the end it's kind of the payoff you do shavasana i think that's how you pronounce it and mm-hmm. like just you know in life you'll just you'll just be more calm you will be more chill mm-hmm. people are gonna be like that guy's cool you know that tiktok where they're like i don't know you're chill like that and they slap hands you know what I'm talking about? No, I've never seen that one before. What? You're on TikTok. Yeah, I know. I just did that one. Dang. Come across. I think look, page, look that one up. That might be a that might be a good one. That one's still doing the rounds. That one's still cool. That one's still mm. popping. Hip kids, <laughs> kids would relate. The, the coolios and the coolios. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this. I feel like during that yoga part, this just became an ASMR stream a little bit. Just ASMR a tiny bit. Stream. Sometimes I will. I I mentioned them earlier, but Beyonce. I love talking to them because they're very soft spoken mm-hmm. and like it forces me to relax. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need, I was like, I need to calm down. Was, mm-hmm. It's fun. It's so fun. Yeah. I don't know. Just like the people, the people you surround yourself with is also just very important. Uh huh. Like you're talking about Beyonce and the calming voice. It's just like, the what you what you surround yourself with is a reflection of who you are and it's just like if you want a more positive outlook surround yourself with positive people you know like show me your five friends that will show you who you are type thing mm-hmm. they're not wrong they're not wrong it's true you said you don't you know partake in any in any indulgence of like intoxication or things like that so it's like it's oh maybe being on my phone is okay but there's always someone that's doing it better who has better habits than you and who has like really bad habits mm-hmm. what yeah. do you do what do you do what i mean it's do? all over the place you know and the funny thing is it's like i don't know it's it's a weird thing being like straight edge or whatever you call it i don't know yeah because like um the people who are around me do drink, do smoke and stuff like That's that. That's interesting. Yeah. But it's like when we are around each other, it's like we they don't do that. Mm. I I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just You're also having an impact on them though. Oh, you think so? I think I don't know. I feel like that's happened to my friends. I mean, you know, to the I think they've <clears throat> I think they've I think they partake in less indulgences hmm. because i'll tell them i'm like i'm not like opposed to it usually you tell someone that you're sober usually don't say that you're sober you usually just say oh i don't drink i don't smoke i don't do those things mm-hmm. but usually when someone says they're sober it's like oh 
you had an issue before which is cool you're oh, working on yeah. it now mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying yeah mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah so so sometimes it is um there's people noticing that they're like oh you can just exist without doing that yeah yeah mm -hmm. you can you can and it's cool mm -hmm. it, it was really funny because uh my sister um was talking to somebody else and was like oh yeah my brother went to the club the other day and and they were like oh he went to the club like the he club? drinks and stuff i'm like <laughs> no <laughs> and i'm like you could just do that <laughs> what that's a, thing? that's a thing i thought i thought they give you a breathalyzer test before you walk in that's why it takes so long to get in really that's that's what they say where i've got they, they don't do that <laughs> i don't I'm know i don't know you gotta be fucked up before you get in this club or else you're not having fun Woo! Yeah, well, check your pupils if they're dilated <laughs> like dimes before you walk in. We're checking. We're checking. Oh, just bigger than bigger black. than my pinky. Yep, bigger than my pinky. You're in. Mm -hmm. Cut in front of the line. It's I don't know. It's like I I'm just kind of like that's kind of dumb to say, but like I'm just kind of stupid and goofy. Just exist. Yeah, and so like I'll have fun. Yeah, when I want to, like. I don't know. And then it's interesting talking to like my other friends. It's like, that's crazy that you can just do that. Cause like, I like, I need to drink or I need to do this or whatever to like get into that kind of mindset. It's like, that's really interesting to think about. Go follow this goofy artist. <laughs> <laughs> this cool dude. <laughs> no, seriously. Let me pull up, uh, let me pull up your Instagram again. Mm -hmm. uh, so you want you want them to follow your Instagram, both yeah. Instagrams. Mm -hmm. You can follow, but especially follow my Instagram, Mister Dot Sketchbook, um, on Instagram. I, that's where I post the majority of my art. Um, hopefully, when things settle down with college, you can also follow No Worries. Um, what is No Worries Design to check out the things that are coming that, your way. But yeah discord no yeah that's, that's only for the that's just for the club well if you're out there in fullerton yeah hit if, up. if you're at csuf um join graphic design club yeah all right go touch some grass see you guys later later hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law See terms and conditions 18 plus.